Welcome to CAE Pilot Podcast, a podcast that brings together aviation professionals to discuss life as a pilot, training, and career advice. You can find us at cae.com forward slash CAE Pilot dash podcast or subscribe to our show on your audio podcasting platform of choice. You can also find our video podcast on our YouTube channel. Welcome to the CAE Pilot Podcast. If you heard last week's podcast, you heard a discussion with Teresa Claiborne, who was the first black female pilot in the U.S. Air Force. She then went on to career at, uh, at an American airline and is still doing that. She's about to go on the 787, um, as a matter of fact. Um, but she's got one other accomplishment, uh, I guess you could say, under her belt, and that is that she is part of an organization called Sisters of the Skies, and I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to talk to Teresa a little bit about that organization today. Teresa, welcome back. Thanks a lot, Patrick. I'm glad to be here. And let me make sure I heard that correctly. Yeah. Is it is an American airline, but it is United Airlines. That's right. So for you, I mean, I know that we this is broadcast to all over the world. So if that's what you meant, we're all good. That's exactly what I meant. Super. Awesome. So tell us about Sisters of the Skies. Okay, Sisters of the Skies, I think is an amazing organization. Uh, we came about in 2016 just from a Coast Guard pilot on Facebook. So this, this is one of those, those social media feel-good stories. So she's on Facebook and she sees another young lady who is, you know, just friends of friends, who is a pilot for United Airlines flying a 787. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite airplane. And so she reaches out and makes contact with her. And they get to chatting about how there's not that many of us. And hey, why don't we get together? Why don't we socially get together? Let's, let's gather everybody you know. And so that's why I laugh and say I was probably the, the next phone call when uh, the United pilot calls me and says, Teresa, how would you feel about joining an organization of Black women pilots? And I'm like, sign me up. So, you know, the Coast Guard pilot was uh, Angel Hughes and the United pilot was Nia Wardlaw. And so they called me up and, I mean, it was a no-brainer. Of course, I would join in. So we incorporated in 2017 and uh, got our 501c3 status. And have tried not to look back. I've tried to just look forward. So you, uh, you endearingly said you were phone call number three, um, but this is not just a social club. There's, there's a purpose behind this organization. Not anymore. Not anymore. But we started out as a social club. Let's be honest. You know, we, it was just chatting and how many of us are there? And do you know her? Do you know her? And we were on the GroupMe platform. We still are on the GroupMe platform. It's, you know, pretty quiet and you don't have eavesdroppers, you have to be invited sort of a thing. And, you know, we just, we dealt with different issues that people were having on the flight deck. I, I'll never forget a young lady that said, you know, hey, I flew with a guy the other day and this is what he said to me. And of course, you know, we're outraged. Okay, so, you know, everybody's chiming in with their advice of how she should handle it. So we were there helping each other at first. And then we realized, you know what, let's do a little bit more with this. Let's start outreach. Let's start uh, mentoring. 
let's see if we can't raise money and give scholarships. And that's where we are now. And I think it's important for people to know um, the numbers here. How many, you know, black female airline pilots are there? Well, there we we we're not 100% sure. We know that there are probably less than 150 women who have at least a commercial license. All of them are not airline pilots. You know, I've talked before about United having we we had 17 black women, a couple took an early uh, out, um, but we've got 15 now, you know, flying. And that's out of 900 women. So, and over 12,000 pilots. So very small number. United has the most uh, black women pilots. I think American is right behind us. And they're, you know, we're competitive about that. Like, hey, <laughs> <come on out." laughs> we're pretty competitive about that. But, but really we just, you know, we want everybody to be prepared to get hired wherever they want to be. But we are a very small number. And, and that just accentuates sort of the 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 space that you're filling, right? To it's a, we all know that it's important to be around people who you know have the same interests, who do the same things as we do, as as support, right? Right. And um, and I, I I would imagine that that's a lot of what this group does. That's the main thing that we do. Um, a big part of it is scholarship, obviously. Flying is an expensive business. It just is. And if you don't have the funding for it, you need money from somewhere. And so we give scholarships and we're pretty, we're very passionate about the scholarships we give. I think uh, we've given around, we gave around 50 uh, last year. And our goal this year is to give 100,000 in scholarship. You know, and that may seem like uh, not very much when you look at organizations like Women in Aviation, but they've been around for a long time. And uh, we, we're, we're trying our best to, to make it possible. With Sisters of the Skies, you cannot join unless you have a commercial license. So we've had people reach out and say, hey, can I, can I join? No, you can't. Do you have a commercial license? No, you instruct, no. So you have to reach that point before you can join. We mentor women who have not reached that point. And we have a number of some of our mentorees who have now joined us in Sisters well, That's of the amazing. That, yes, that's the most rewarding part of it. And so who, who typically would be the recipient of one of your um, uh, bursaries or scholarships? You know, when we have a scholarship out there, we advertise it and people fill out an application and there's usually an essay that's associated with it. I mean, it's run pretty much just like most scholarships are out there for aviation. Uh, we're looking for someone who's established, you know, has an established, they don't have to be necessarily in a aviation program at a, at a uh, university, they don't. Um, uh, but as long as they're an established program, um, because we don't just hand you 5,000 or $10,000. We don't just say, here, Patrick, here's your 5,000, $10,000, go, no. It's, it's about putting it in a, you know, trust for you to do your hours, pay your instructor and such. So we get, um, at first, when we first gave our first scholarships, we didn't have that many applicants because people didn't know who we were. 
Uh, with the help of other organizations, people have gotten to know who we are. You know, we team up and partner with people and it's great. And do you do any work with younger girls? Because like it or not, you're, you're a role model. We do. We have this phenomenal program called Girls Rock Wings. And that those are young ladies who are between the age of, of 10 and 18. We've done two Girls Rock Wings days. It's a day-long program. We've done two of them, only interrupted by COVID. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it, it, the two that we've had took place in Houston um, at a museum. And they, the girls got all day to fly simulators and visit the museum. And we had a whole program for them. And then it, it was topped up. They got to go to the tower and just all the things involved with aviation. And it was topped off with a trip around the pattern two times. Oh, wow. The, the, the important thing and the most rewarding thing is that the instructors who took them up in the air are Black women. Hmm. And so once again, pushing forward that see her, you can be her. Um, we, we just, we, we love it. And we, we're, we just are so anxious for COVID to be, the pandemic to be under control so we can get back to doing that. Very, very popular, so popular that through that, and we were doing everything on our own. We were raising the money on our own. So popular and so interesting with people that we got our first big donor, uh, American Airlines wanted to sponsor Girls Rock Wings. And shortly thereafter, United came in and said, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's all about mm-hmm. sponsorship, right? I mean, absolutely. Um, I've done plenty of Facebook uh, birthday uh, fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we were doing it at first, believe it or not. Hey. Tell me about the reaction of the little girls you meet during these days. I mean, it's, it's a great day for them, but there must be something special about a look they get in their eyes or a way they react to you or how they feel at the end of this day that sort of shows them maybe a possibility they had never thought of before. Right. You know what? The first one we gave, I'll never forget um, because it starts promptly at a certain time in the morning. Like it was on, it's on a Saturday and it started promptly at eight o'clock. And so we had all these little sleepy eyed girls showing up and some of them had a little attitude (laughs) and their parents have to check them in. You know, we have a pretty strict check-in, check-out process when you're dealing with someone's child. And I can specifically remember having a conversation with a young lady saying, I know you probably wanted to sleep in this morning, but trust me, you're going to have a good time. And by the end of that day, all smiles, right? I mean, just all teeth. Mm-hmm. These, some of these young ladies, this is the first time they've ever seen it. I mean, I never got to fly in a small airplane that young. So they get to see something and... Honestly, and I don't know how every sister in in our group feels, but to me, yes, I want to inspire young women to be pilots, but I just want them, I just want to inspire them to be, be Mm. whatever you want to be. You could be an air traffic controller in aviation. You could be a mechanic in aviation. Be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a doctor, that's fine. I just want to get those juices going and I want you to see what hard work can do for you. Why do you think it is that there are so few African-American women um, pilots? 
like what's the what's the reason that they i mean we know that there's so few women to start off with right and there's so that's one piece of it but why why are there so few african-american women right well you know it's it's sad but it's not like kids grow up thinking i could be a pilot i mean i didn't Mm -hmm. i realized that was many many years ago and you think things would change and there are some books out there now with, you know, my mommy is a pilot and it's a, it's a black woman, you know, the illustrations, a black woman. So that's just not something that's in their purview. And that's why it's important for us to do things like Girls Rock Wings. That's why it's important for us to show up at schools. Um, I'll never forget when I was still in the reserves after active duty and my public affairs office was using me to the max sending me out to speak with schools and speak with children. And I finally put my foot down and they're like, well, what's the problem? I said, you need to start sending me to some black schools. I said, you're sending me to these white schools. And I I don't have a a real issue with that, except that um, kids that look like me need to see me. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that sometimes there's that feeling that our kids need to concentrating on, you know, the three R's, we used to laugh and say reading, writing, arithmetic, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, we don't start with R's, but that was <laughs> But we don't know what is going to inspire that child to do something else. And so then I started really pushing to go to um, predominantly schools with children of color mm-hmm. because I wanted them to see, listen, I'm, you know, if I could do it, you can do it. I looked pretty young back then, so it, it kind of worked. Now uh, you still look young. Oh. <laughs> do, you do, uh, do you want me to give you $100 now or later? <laughs> no, nah, I don't want the 100 bucks. I'm, I'm an honest guy. Okay. Um, do you think that uh, since the time you started flying, and I won't say how many years ago, that things have changed for both women and women of color as pilots? Not enough. I don't mind saying when, I mean, I, I got my wings in 1982. Mm-hmm. So I was one, the one in, 19, <laughs> in the Air Force. Uh, the Navy had one woman. And here we are in 2021, and we still only have around 150. So some things have not changed. We have heard the stories of young women in a program and they feel not welcomed. Uh, just not too long ago, heard of a young woman who went to, a, to get a license and the young people paired up and got together in study groups and she was not invited. So listen, some of that attitude is still there. That's what we're here for. That's what the whole mentorship thing is for. If you have a bad day flying, call up Teresa. Hey, you know what? I couldn't get those power on stalls. I just couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm that shoulder. That's what you have to do. It's an important uh, support system for sure. Yes. Yes. And do you, what do you think it's going to take to, to fill the ranks with more uh, black women? Well, I think it, it, you know, honestly, it does take us. It takes us to uh, introduce women to it. I mean, they really, you know, when you talk about STEM these days, mm-hmm. that, was, that was not a term that was used when I was young. 
As a matter of fact, I remember being told when I was having a problem with algebra two trig, don't worry about it. You don't need it. Right. I mean, I just wasn't encouraged. Um, I just wasn't. But now we encourage science and mathematics and engineering, right? We just do. That helps if we make sure that our young people understand that with a good STEM background, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, the sky's the limit. Or how about the sky is not the limit? <laughs> and that's not anymore. Right. <laughs> right. You could be vice president. There you go. And, and it makes me think of even I, I think of the inauguration and the poet, uh, the poet who spoke oh. at the I mean, that was, in my opinion, the best part of the inauguration. It was it's, but amazing. it's another inspiring, I think. And I say this as the whitest human on earth. Right. So, you know, but to me, it's uh, there's something uh, there's something great about that, that, you know, here's someone who comes up incredibly articulate who is able to yes. write something that is yes. so on point for the time yes. and say it with such joy you know there was something yes. about her that just exuded there was something Everything about, about her. her yeah i looked at her you know i've i've long said to people you do not know who can mentor you i look at her as a mentor for me she i was so fired up after listening to her poem yeah. Like Teresa, get busy. Yeah. Get and busy. It, and it was the moment, I think. Uh, it I mean, was. I think that it was the moment. It was, uh, it was fantastic. Now, I know that you have a funny story that I probably should have asked you last time about a passenger's reaction to, to you one day. And then you, oh. you, you did something funny in response. So maybe just tell us that story. Is this the story uh, about the ID? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, that was in, a, in my younger days. I mean, I, I had black hair. I didn't have gray hair. Uh, I don't think they would mistake me now, although I do get those looks. Uh, and I'll tell you about that. <laughs> but I did have a man approach the flight deck door. This was back in the day when I was sitting side saddle as a 727 flight engineer. And he <clears throat> got our attention and, you know, I looked around. Hello, can I help you with something, sir? He said, uh, you're not old enough to be flying this airplane. I said, yes, I am. And he goes, nah, I don't believe it. And he turned around and went and sat down. So I said to the captain, hey, I'm going to step out of the flight deck for a second here. And I dug my ID up and, and went and showed him. And I said, should I, do you want me to do the math or do you want to do the math? And we giggled about it. Um, I did look pretty young back then. Um, but I've had similar stories throughout my career. I one day had a gentleman block my way back into the flight deck. Yeah. Yeah. I had gone out, went to the bathroom. Um, this was before 9-11. So we didn't have extra rules with how close they could be to the flight deck door mm -hmm. and blocking it off and all that stuff. So I come out of the bathroom and I'm looking at him and he looks, stares at me. And I'm, I said, excuse me. And he goes, well, where are you going? <laughs> I said, I'm going on the flight deck where I belong. And he just, you know, he just couldn't believe it. He finally moved. Well, I feel, I mean, you know, you had the power to move him one way or the other, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But uh, it sounds like you've always been, uh, you've done a great job at, uh, 
well, one, being very good at your job, but two, at uh, tackling um, this type of situation intelligently, I guess, is... Uh, you know, I try to. I mean, I, after all, I still do represent my company. So I don't want to act like, you know, you don't want to go off on someone. You just want to explain. The way you've done it, I think, teaches people a little lesson that they'll never forget. I think so. Yeah. Um, been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And I'm going to ask you one more question before I go, though. And that's, we've asked this of just about everybody uh, since we started. You know, not everybody's road to becoming a pilot is an easy one, and it often has bumps in the road. And, um, and right now, obviously, COVID is an enormous bump in the road for everybody in aviation. And we know that there are young pilots out there about to graduate or thinking of going, becoming cadets and learning how to fly. What would your message be to them right now? You know, if you can find a program that's in existence and there are programs out there, um, keep pressing on. There, even though there are a lot of maybe pilots who are out on the streets because their airlines may be shut down or whatever, there's still a pilot shortage. And once we get this whole pandemic put away, there's going to be jobs out there. So don't let this, you know, ruin your day, ruin what you think is your life, your career, keep pressing, keep building hours. And this too shall pass. This too you're, shall pass. You're optimistic about the future. Um, I am. I am. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. It really is. Uh, and I haven't flown in a while. Uh, my airplane was grounded uh, in uh, DC. So you know, they just parked my airplane for a while. And so I've got a bit on another airplane and I'm, I'm looking forward to learning how to fly it. So yeah, it is what it is. But things will get better. Yes, they will. Can I make one more plug? I would love to have you make a plug. Yes. Um, check out sistersoftheskies.org. From that site, you can see what we're all about. You can donate if you like, or you can reach out and say, hey, I think I might have the qualifications to to join your group. And that's what we need. We want to keep building those numbers. And I think what's important too, if I can add my two cents worth, is that even if we don't look like you and we might not fit into your group, it doesn't mean we can't be allies of a group yeah, like oh, yours. And, I could have um, said it any better. And uh, I hope that uh, you not only find members, but allies. And I know I'm one of those. Teresa, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us. And uh, I'm going to plug our website now, too, if you don't mind. Okay. But uh, for all the pilots out there um, listening, please uh, head off to um, airside.aero. Go check out all the resources and great information we have there. And we'd love to have you join our community. We'd love to have you join our community. Teresa, thank you so, so much. It's been fantastic. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. CAE Pilot Podcast is brought to you by CAE, the global leader in training for the civil aviation, defense and security, and healthcare markets. For more information, check out CAE.com.